If you're a student in the field of STEM, looking to pursue a career in this field, or for that matter, even a working professional in the STEM field, this podcast is going to be especially relevant for you. In this session, we're going to cover a lot of practical tips and we're going to be interacting with a senior business leader. Welcome to the Zista podcast, where we invite senior academicians and industry personnel to answer questions that students have within a particular area. Today's area is rather interesting. There are so many people who are interested in STEM, so many people who are working in the STEM domain. So how do you really succeed? Are there any practical tips that can help you to forge ahead in your life and your career? In this episode, we're going to be interacting with Gaurav Shri Krishna. He's the Chief Talent Transformation Officer for the BTG Group at TCS. He has over 34 years of experience. And may I say it's cross-function experience across strategy, business development, relationship management, marketing, and operations across a host of verticals like IT, retail, financial services, and consumer goods. Let's go straight into the session. Good morning, Mr. Shri Krishna. Thank you for making time and joining us on this podcast. Good morning, Amit. It's always a pleasure to be with you and your team. Thank you. I have been looking forward to this session. You know, we're trying to discuss, uh, you know, practical tips for students of STEM. So undoubtedly, domain knowledge is really important. In the STEM domain, students can explore so many careers. They can look at engineering, math, medicine, uh, even data and AI. But the key point is, what can students do to succeed as a student of STEM or for that matter, a STEM professional? So uh, when you talk of STEM, you know, once the, the minute somebody uses the word STEM, uh, the perception or the mind veers only towards computer science. Uh, now, because I think because of the Chandrayaan project, everybody is talking about space and aviation and space technology. Sure. Or they talk about, they think of artificial intelligence. But they don't realize that uh, STEM just doesn't, is not confined to just those areas, right? Um, yeah, I, as I always keep saying, uh, a farmer in his farm can be helped because of STEM. You perhaps might use a, a, a robot or a, a, a or a drone to from a technology perspective in in agriculture, or you could even craft uh, a, a new new variety or a new cultivar of a plant. Right, you could even contribute there. Right, uh, and it, that that doesn't stop you from looking into microscope because today they think that. Um, Everything is done by technology. So the good old ways of doing things, the traditional reading are still there. And all youngsters who are preparing themselves. And so they should first clear their head out by saying that it's science, technology, engineering, and you know, math. And math is always there everywhere in life. Sure. It's in your personal life or professional life. There's a little bit of math everywhere. But uh, I think what they should start thinking of is, I know it's difficult for students to say what they're really passionate about. Um, sometimes at the 10th standard, people are troubled. Once they go to plus two, they're troubled. And then even some of them will get into college. Uh, so if they take up an engineering degree or they take up a BSc degree in any of the sciences, they're still not very sure mentally, right? But today, given that uh, they've got the exposure, there is so much of social media and uh, 
technology is driving awareness for everybody. So in so many forms. Uh, maybe 30 years ago or when I was a student, perhaps, uh, there is not much other than libraries and other than the, you know, exhibits the teachers used to bring into the class. Sure. That used to come only when there was an inspection in school, right? It used to never happen on a regular basis. There were no teaching aids for us in, in many ways. Today, the screen is there. They've got digital teaching aids. I mean, all these students, teachers make presentations. Uh, there are videos that are shown. So they are unaware, and I think uh, they can build passion. So uh, uh, in terms of STEM, building a career in STEM, as I keep reiterating, it's not just computer science. It's not just artificial intelligence. It's not really the high tech. Sure, if somebody's interested, he's got a mindset, he's focused in computer science, he's passionate about it, he can go there. But there are so many other fields, say, maybe as I keep going back to agriculture or it could be food sciences, uh, it could be, you know, even using uh, science to build or create eco-friendly fabrics that we're looking at, right? Uh, so then how do you start looking at natural dyes, uh, dyes which are available in the environment, so if people start looking at that, can they start looking at first conserving the environment, ensuring that, you know, these things are easily available and we're not destroying them. So there's so many aspects. So the environment, it's, 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 um, uh, it, it's not just technology, as I said, right? So uh, I think for our youngsters today, what they should do is they should look around and see where uh, the society is moving, where there is a need for STEM to intervene and really make life easy. Uh, and today, I think it's all sustainability, right? Um, it's so true. Uh, sustainability is hitting, uh, I mean, is the need of the hour because uh, we've seen our uh, global warming create so much of a mess for us. All of us have got funny weather conditions in this year. Uh, using STEM, you invent a machine which aids any activity anywhere. But you should ensure that if that machine is more user-friendly, uh, it's more eco-friendly, or it's, you know, renewable uh, sources of power are used for building that machine, right? So it could be solar-powered, or it could be rechargeable batteries, which are earth-friendly, you know, human-friendly, things like this. So I think a lot of thought finally would go into sustainability and responsibility for all of us, which is the key. Uh, so I said, I feel that today, if anybody is thinking about STEM, a career in STEM, and wants to move ahead, uh, he should keep sustainability in mind, which is primarily for all of us, because we want the future generations also to enjoy uh, you know, uh, the piece of earth that we live on. Uh, so the idea is there. Uh, so look at sustainability, focus there, and see what you love to do. And don't think, as I repeatedly keep saying, that uh, STEM means you're only a computer scientist or you're inventing machine or you know, you're working on roads. It just doesn't mean that. It's, it's even simple things are all part of STEM and you can contribute a lot more. I like the advice you've shared. You know, if I can recap, you're really telling students to focus on uh, or identify what they're truly passionate about yeah. and don't look at STEM as just a series of subject areas, but rather as a mindset and take that mindset, apply that mindset to something that you're passionate about. Yeah. The generation today, I've seen that they're really conscious and aware of, uh, you know, things like environmental impact, green technologies, sustainability, because they can see the world changing around them. And sometimes they don't like what they see. They don't want to inherit a planet which is plagued with problems. 
Yeah. So rather than being part of the problem, they really want to be part of the solution. And I think in a STEM education, if channelized uh, in a specific area, can really yield good results. Another thing that you mentioned is that don't really gravitate towards the tried and tested career paths. Really keep your mind open and try to explore different career options which are in sync with your interest. Because if you do, then it's something that you will enjoy. Right? Right. Very well summarized, as always. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. I wanted to ask you a little bit about, uh, you know, this is something which is a little bit on the softer side, but I think it's essentially, it's really uh, important and essential for us to cover. In terms of life skills or perhaps a mindset that can help students thrive in a changing world. You know, the world is changing so rapidly. Um, so I would love to hear your thoughts on that. Uh, life skills, that's, that's really very, very important. Um Especially given the current environment, uh, all youngsters are growing in. Um, so one is uh, earlier we were large families, joint families, and you know, the value system was different. And then, okay, over the years, even you and I are part of nuclear families. But more than in a nuclear families, and then there is always this uh, earlier school of thought where the parents would decide the career, push something mm -hmm. down. Um, we have seen uh, a lot of uh, good and a lot of uh, negative also negative incidents that have happened in the recent past. So somebody is really forced to take on because he's diligent enough to move into IIT uh, or into one of the premier institutions. We've seen a lot of suicide, a lot of things happening for uh, uh, yes. youngsters. Uh, so the first thing is, I think, for the uh, young people who are pursuing STEM today uh, is to uh, yeah, one is to try their best to have engaging conversations first with their family, parents, right? Uh, also, teachers and you know professors in schools and colleges, uh, trying to ensure that they don't force things onto people, right? For their own sake, uh, they see their selfish. Uh, there have been many stories that we've heard where uh, the parents want were not able to get into engineering or not pursue a career in aerospace. So they want their son or their daughter or their, you know, uh, projecting daughter, their desire, projecting their desire. So that right. has happened. And, uh, there are some ways by which at least children can go back, have a meaningful conversation with their parents and discuss this all with their teachers and school, because there are many people, uh, like I have a neighbor here who says the daughter has already done her MBBS and she's deciding her MD specialization, right? Whereas the, the person who's done her medicine, the four years of medicine, She's deciding on a line which she is very happy with, but the mother thinks that line is perhaps not does not fetch you that much money, or is going to be too tiring, right? So, uh, killing somebody's passion doing that. So, what is going to happen to a lot of youngsters is they fall into this trap, that ecological thing, and they start rebelling, right? And their good interest or their capabilities in in terms of uh, what they are pursuing in the STEM or through the STEM uh, in STEM uh, would slowly start. Um, I think it'll be falling apart for them. That is one. So they need to be very careful. And I think it's not just them, but the parents, the, the teachers, the education system. You know, that ecosystem also should be very careful of this and should also provide them the right kind of advice. That is one. The second thing is, uh, for a lot of them, is this uh, uh, value system. And what I'm trying to say is that uh, social media pressure is there. Uh, 
pressure from the social media is very much there. And they also think that, you know, I will start something by 20 and by 25, I will set up something, make my money. Uh, and, and, and then, you know, by 30, I'm just going to have fun. I'm going to have a party. So in pursuit of that, it's sometimes perhaps, like they say, you know, uh, missing the wood for the trees or whatever you say that. So uh, they, they, I think, make that mistake. Uh, they get over ambitious, not realizing that life is as long. So even today, me at my age, as I keep telling you, I keep learning on a daily basis, right? There's a lot to learn, there's a lot to enjoy, and there's a lot to let go also, if you've really not got. So this sense should come into them, otherwise they're getting into a lot of psychological pressure. Uh, and secondly, uh, in, in this era of uh, the digital, uh, we are all part of the digital workforce, digital era where we are all working, whether we're working for a corporate or a research institution or a space agency or for the government or any agency, the ways of working have changed and career paths have all, you know, earlier it was very, very uh, simple and straightforward and traditional. You would start as a junior executive with a management trainee and slowly grow up to become, I mean, if you have the ambition, you want to become the chairman of the company. This is in the corporate world. Maybe a junior research scientist to the chief director of the research institute or things like that. These career paths sometimes are, uh, so earlier if you, there was a steady uh, traditional path and there was also based on your age and experience, you were able to move up, right? But today you have a 24-year-old who's maybe leading uh, 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 a team which has 60-year-old, uh, you know, or 50-year-old under him uh, for, for some reason, because of his brilliance from the, camp, from the institute or whatever. So these things are happening. They're getting confused. Uh, uh, and uh, so I would say a lot of them get into a role, get into a job, uh, and they start getting dissatisfied with what they're doing. And they're trying to say that they want to do something new every day or they want to do something more. So this is another thing that they need to be very careful of. Uh, either it's not uh, think at the college and school level, a lot of counseling and guidance is required for them. Uh, I see it happening to a lot of people uh, who are in their 30s today, uh, who are part of STEM perhaps, They've done their engineering and they're working in corporates and even my own organization. And they're not very happy. They're not satisfied. They're saying what we're doing is mundane, uh, you know. Uh, but they don't realize what they're doing is not mundane. But for them, you know, it, it's classified because of this whole hype, which I told you, is built around. Uh, some of it is good. Uh, social media impact is good. Some of the impact social media makes is quite negative. So this is where I think they need to calibrate Somebody needs to advise them. Somebody needs to counsel them and tell them there is room for everybody and there is room to grow. You know, slow and steady is what I still feel. Um, you know, like there are these overnight successes, like some you read in the newspapers, two crore salary for somebody who passed out, you know, 20 year old guy from IIT. So it's a dollar salary which gets converted. But then, yeah, then somebody else wants a two crore salary, he's trying to fight, he's trying to do something. Uh, in a different way, he's got that ambition, he can reach the two crores, but it may not just happen to him like it happened to the guy who got recruited by, you know, a European and American company in Indian campus. So they should also look at these aspects in life, reality of life. Uh, you know, also somebody should help them and keep uh, at every stage, you know, they look back, uh, they re-evaluate what they're doing. 
Uh, and also, then I get disappointed because many of them feel that after this, there is nothing much to do. Uh, like if somebody has chosen digital marketing and is part of the part of that, they would say, yeah, I'm just doing the mundane stuff. I have nothing more new to do. So even in digital marketing, maybe it's the same campaign, maybe it's the same podcast, it's the same conversation. But then there are so many other ways to think of newer things, you know, to contact maybe uh, your marketing or consumer product. Go make the consumer get more ideas. Get your consumer to, you know, join a podcast like you are doing, right? So people can start innovating, start doing things differently, which will really invigorate you and make you feel happy, you know? So people think they're getting into the dark. So this is happening to a lot of them. And uh, the psychological impact is not just on them. It will be uh, either, you know, if they're married, it's fine for their family. If they're not married, then it's on their relationships. Or some of them don't build relationships or they break relationships. So it's it getting societal. So I'm saying this kind of an environment that we're living in today, in, in, in the hardcore digital and AI world, they need to take cognizance of these softer parts. And of course, uh, uh, the other basics are communication, articulation, and I would say meditation today. You know? Communication, articulation, meditation. You need to be at peace. They need to learn to be at peace. Uh, it happens to us because we have this. And yeah, I'm also part of learning in talent transformation, right? So people want courses in five minutes, four minutes snippet, which is fine. You can cater, but then they need to realize that uh, uh, everything doesn't come in snippet because I'm also realizing that I'm reading up so many small, small, small bits. I'm tending to forget. So in a slow and steady, meditate, sit back, relax, think what you've learned for the day, what you can do. Uh, if you know this fear of missing out should not be there. FOMO is is, is, is so prevalent uh, for all the youngsters and for all of us. Why it is youngsters for all of us. So I think uh, articulation, communication, and then meditation is something that they, they need to get into. I, I really like listening to you. And I think there's so many points that I picked up. But something that stayed with me is that, uh, you know, it's really important to be grounded. Yeah, It's really important to manage expectations. Right. So it could be expectations that we have, uh, you know, in terms of how our life should pan out, you know, what you talked about, uh, keeping it real, don't have unrealistic expectations that at a really short age, you're going to, right. you know, maybe scale a, a, a big height in terms of the corporate ladder right. or, uh, you know, take home a really big pay package. Maybe it's right. possible, but maybe it's not. So learn to manage your own expectations, manage expectations of the peers that we may be, you know, talking to. And also our parents, you know, in terms of allowing us and want, you know, helping us to pursue what we really want. And that thing about articulation, communication and meditation, I really like that because it really allows you to stay grounded. You know, we've been, I've been doing podcasts with people from different industries. And one thing which is really interesting is that so many people harp on this aspect that it's really important to communicate properly because no matter what field, no matter what endeavor you might be involved in, the way you articulate, the way you speak and communicate can really determine how far you can go, whether people can really work well with you. And I think it's a really essential life skill. True. When we sat down and we we thought of doing this podcast with you, sir, what we were thinking yeah. is, you know, students already have a lot of content out there in terms of what they should do to succeed from, you know, uh, academic point of view or things like that. But some of these life skills, these soft skills, the mindset, uh, you know, uh, the broader picture that you're talking about is what we wanted to highlight. Yeah. 
you know and i want to thank you for touching upon you know these topics it's a good tip there absolutely it brings me to a important question uh, not so the last question that i had in terms of mentorship you know i'm sure in your professional journey you would have uh, you know had a chance to work with a mentor you would have had a chance to be a mentor so my question is what role does a mentor play in the success of uh, stem professionals or even students uh, on a broader perspective uh that's a that's a valid question and i think having a mentor is always very useful so there are two ways of mentorship uh, i would show sure. uh so for for me uh, i'll be very honest with you uh, maybe a sportsman like tony uh, uh there's so many other public figures who are my silent mentor okay me, talking about me gaurav krishnan is podcast with you sure uh, 30 years of work experience all that is fine but doesn't mean i have a crown on my head right i have learned a lot from them i perhaps you can learn a lot from maybe an Anwar, uh, afghanistan cricket team player or a bangladesh so in a way they are all these mentors who are not there for you you don't have a know communication with them it's not a formal process so that is one way i mean you look at uh, these people who 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 are um, uh, role models uh, to say a role model is also a mentor so that's that's one way of the formal way is mentors is you can now people would say this mentor mentee is only you know when you go to an organization mm-hmm. there's no need uh, you could perhaps look at an uncle or a grandfather uh, in the family or a relative or a neighbor or a friend right uh, if that person uh, because a lot of ways you can see what that person has done what uh, he's achieved or achievements again i'm not talking about vice president president ceo it's not just the corporate ladder or it's not your professional achievement but if somebody is good or somebody's got good views good nature and you think that he's fit enough to be a mentor you could go and approach that person and say that i would like to discuss this right so it happens uh, it could happen at home in the family it could happen in your neighborhood your society your building uh, if you find some you know there are some jolly uncles especially uh, especially now with the time in bombay right dandia uh, time you'll find a lot of them in you know, the some of them are not able to dance some of them are hesitant apprehensive these you know people come they jolly they give you a bunch of speech they pull you along they make you laugh so maybe yeah, they have something to tell you advise you on on life skill uh, if you find somebody who is working as a from a stem perspective somebody is a good maths teacher or somebody is good uh, views uh, somebody is a scientist or you know somebody is working for say uh, any technology or manufacturing company whatever uh, in your neighborhood or wherever you can go and speak to them and have have a discussion it doesn't mean that a mentor uh, is somebody whom you have to you go to a mentor you get inputs and then the mentor's role basically again is to cheer somebody out and hence you realize the potential there are some mentors who perhaps uh, typically like parent would want to reach down they can push down something you know uh, and say that this is right for you mark my words i'm telling you jolly well right? okay. uh, that's not mentor so if the mentor is doing that then you better uh, mentor reconsider is a, coach, is a guy like you know i play that's what the afghanistan cricket team is saying since world cup is on i'm full of that uh, they say ajay jade jade who's a earlier star batsman right he's also a advisory uh, he's a mentor for the afghanistan and he just told them simple things that but it's very nice to say that go out there and enjoy yourself right um uh, so it's it's something like that 
you, you need to also like the mentor. Mentor cannot force things down your throat. Uh, if he's doing that, then you step away and, and perhaps, you know, perhaps look, look at somebody else. So mentorship is something where you go to this person and you also trust that person in many ways. And as I said, once you notice that it's not really working for you, there's no harm in, you know, saying thank you very much and I'll come back to you when I need you. You can still go and look for another mentor. Then once you're in a formal setup like a corporate entity today, uh, they made it very formal, right? Mentoring in, in organization. Uh, yes, and you get mentored either for your life goals or your psychological condition, right? Uh, or it could be for your personal life-related issues. I mean, marriage or relationships and things like that. And it could be career. It could be I I'm I, I love math, but you know, I really don't know how to put my Mac to use. Um, can I go and work elsewhere? Can I go work in a store? Or can I go work in, in Google? How do how do I manage that? So that's again, a mentor would help you. He would say, go look up, right? He's not going to say, that, I'm going to recommend, just give me your resume and send it to Pichai. I know which <laughs> where. So that's not a mentor. Some mentors could, could have that influence. Uh, but uh, that's again, not a, what a mentor would do. A mentor would guide you. But mentoring, I think, plays a very, very big role, uh, especially in the current juncture. And all the more from a STEM perspective, I think uh, plays a big role. And also, formal institutions like schools, colleges, uh, corporate, they also need to train, uh, have you know, sessions to train mentors today. That they need to do. I mean, I think informal setting, which I mentioned, is fine outside of all this. But in formal setting, where a majority of us will end up, right, either in the institution or in a corporate world, in the corporate world, I think uh, training needs to be given to them so that they sensitize these people on on the youth of today. You know, if if you're talking about youngsters, um, uh, their environment, the way they are, sensitize them and get them to also understand this, so that they're able to guide them, you know, in a in a much better fashion. The whole thing is very fruitful. Yeah, I get right. that, that's what I got on mentorship. Awesome. I think you you highlighted so many different facets of mentorship and I think really opened uh, the, the horizon for students because as opposed to looking to very uh, straight and jacketed definition of a mentor, uh, after hearing this podcast, I'm sure students might be uh, thinking that, hey, I could actually find a mentor or perhaps a silent mentor right. even from an unexpected person. Or someone closer than they would have imagined. So thank you for touching upon that. And, you know, thanks to people like you who are open and receptive. Students can find good advice from people who have got so much experience. And, uh, you know, thanks for sharing that. <laughs> We've really enjoyed this conversation and this discussion with you. And want to thank you once again for making time in your busy schedule for joining us on this podcast. It's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, there's so much that you have shared it's it's really hard to kind of summarize it in just a few bullet points, but it's been an uh, amazing uh, experience being on this podcast with you and, you know, interacting with you. This session indeed got many insights and facets to the fore. And if you think about it, you contemplate it, you can action some of these points, or in fact, most of them in your own personal life. I hope you've enjoyed this session. Follow us on YouTube to keep looking at content like this. And you can follow us on our podcast platforms like Google, Spotify, and Apple. Our handle is the Zista Podcast. Till we meet again, we'd say, stay curious. Stay curious.